weather information, commentary, News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9 AM 1310 on your smart speakers. News Talk KZRG, Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Borges. He is uh, one of the uh, seemingly cavalcade of candidates seeking your vote in November uh, to be a U.S. senator. Uh, what are there, three or four Lucas Kuntz on the Democratic side that are running? And you, people will be able to vote for you if you're a Democratic voter on uh, August 2nd. Good morning, Lucas. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's great having you on. Uh, Roe v. Wade, uh, the Dobbs decision, which essentially overturned Roe v. Wade, um, the codifying of Roe v. Wade should have been done and could have been done in the last 50 years. Why wasn't it done? Uh, well, I mean, I can't jump into the minds of all the folks who've been in the Congress uh, for all these years. I will say that, uh, generally speaking, what I've seen in Congress is uh, a lot of people bickering, taking money from the wrong folks, They're, you know, shipping our communities for parts and paying more attention to their stock portfolios than basically anything else. Speaking of the stock portfolio thing, there are two proposals uh, to limit stock ownership uh, by uh, Congress and uh, Congress members and Congress members' families. Uh, there's the Josh Hawley uh, proposal. There is the John Ossoff uh, uh, proposal. Which one do you like? So I actually don't like either of them. And so, you know, the background on this is, Every 10 years, members of Congress get busted for doing insider trading, right? Everybody knows they always go in and they come out millionaires because they're using information to trade stocks, and they make decisions based on their stock portfolio. And, uh, you know, everybody thinks that I may be too hard on this, but I, I don't think so. I think the members of Congress shouldn't own individual stocks, period. Period. That's it. No ban on trading, no blind trust, like blind trusts are a scam. Mitt Romney said they were a scam, and he knows everything about financial scams, right? Uh, like, what we need to do is rebuild trust and make sure that members of Congress make decisions based on us, not on their stock portfolios. And so I just think they shouldn't have stocks at all, period. Neither should their immediate families. And you know what? The penalty should be the same for violating the law as it is for you, me, or Martha Stewart. You go to jail, man. Yeah, I, I, I look at this, and there are Democrats and Republicans who, uh, who have gone to D.C. and have become insanely rich and openly flaunting their stock purchases. The other thing going on is that we have people that are serving us who have a spouse that's a lobbyist, and their children are lobbyists. Uh, should that be banned as well? Of course it should. Like, here's the thing. Like, and, and every time I say something like that, there's some country club Republican or other person who's like, oh, well, that just seems so unjust. Like, how could you take away their livelihood? It's like, we're not taking away anything. You're choosing to run for Congress. You're choosing to serve. You know, I spent 13 years in the Marine Corps. I went to Iraq and Afghanistan. I've seen some great men and women who chose to serve their country for way less pay than a member of Congress and way more risk than a member of Congress takes. And you know what? If you want to talk about spouses, they're like, oh, well, how could you do that to a spouse? Let me tell you what a military spouse goes through. You know, you move from state to state. You can't get a job. Certifications are tough to get. Like, there are people, everyday folks in this country, who make real sacrifices. And I just don't think it's too much to ask for members of Congress to sacrifice a little bit so that they can actually represent the people they're supposed to represent. Lucas Kuntz, he's a Democrat. He's running for uh, the Senate. Uh, Lucas, uh, do you believe in term limits? 
I do, yes. It's uh, If you're elected, would you sponsor a constitutional amendment to get that? Uh, I think it would get through the states in a second. You think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I haven't figured out. I don't know what's going as a constitutional amendment. Uh, well, no, it was ruled the by the Supreme right Court. Now, it was, I'd, be, I'd be down for something. It uh, was know, ruled by the Supreme Court. It was ruled by the Supreme Court in the 1990s, uh, where uh, the House and Senate had passed term uh-huh. limits that had to be through a constitutional amendment like we do for the presidency. Obviously, I think that the main thing is that's the only way it can get done, and it has to get through the House and Senate first to go to the states. I believe that the states, I believe there's enough states to approve it. I think red states, blue states, that would approve it in two seconds. So it's go, it's it's going through. Uh, a report has come out. We sold off uh, five million dollars worth of our strategic oil reserve. Uh, sent it to Europe and Asia in the last month or so, including apparently one going to uh, a million barrels going to a firm that uh, Hunter Biden has done business with. How do we deal with that? That's obvious corruption. The, the selling that oil uh, overseas is madness. And so I've already put out a proposal on what I think we should do. I think we should uh, cap, I think we should cap gas price profits at uh, 5%. Uh, we should reinvest that money in the next generation of energy because right now the only country investing in the next generation of energy is China, and we're going to end up replacing Russia and the Saudis uh, with China long term, which is a terrible thing. And, uh, and you know, I think that, uh, that, again, if these people break the law on this, uh, and so, so, oh, and I think that any, any oil that comes out of America has to stay in America. That's the other part. And anybody who breaks these laws, again, just like normal people, they should go to jail. Like, American oil needs to stay in America. And, I mean, you talk about the waste. Like, we give these companies billions and billions of dollars every year. And, you know, the Exxon CEO this winter went to his shareholders and said, I'm not interested in more production. I'm interested in profit per barrel, which means choking supply and making us right here, everyday Americans, pay a higher price. And it's really, it's a direct transfer of wealth from yes everyday and no. shareholders of Exxon. Well, remember, it's, uh, you're a company, uh, if you're a CEO of any publicly traded company, you have one job and one job only is to make as much money as humanly possible. The other thing is that the Biden administration has pulled away a million acres from potentially uh, being used for drilling. So we have to have a real conversation. Instead of pointing fingers, we need to sit down together saying, hey, we need to get this done. Uh, they say all these drilling, uh, you know, all these uh, building permits are, or all these drilling uh, leases have been sold. But I have been told by people in the oil industry that getting the permit to drill is what the problem is. Well, again, the Exxon CEO told his shareholders they have a lot of things that are sitting idle. We're not interested in production. We're interested in profit per barrel. The same thing happened before World War II when Alcoa, who had a uh, monopoly on aluminum production, refused to make enough, uh, enough, enough aluminum to fuel the, uh, the arsenal of democracy. We had to go around them. The government had to fund more aluminum stuff. Uh, we should do the same on the next generation of energy here. Like, like we give these companies billions of dollars. That's a direct transfer from everyday Americans to them. And, like, you know, I was in the military, right? We have an entire fifth fleet that spends all of its time keeping the Straits of Hormuz open so Saudi Arabian oil can come out of there. You know where 80% of that goes? It goes to Asia and China, man. Like, we are subsidizing 
the, the energy of uh, our greatest competitors, and it's, it's a real tragedy. Well, we're, we're uh, enriching our biggest competitors around the world through our trade policies, et cetera. You're going to be in town because we're out of time here. You're going to be in yeah. town on Sunday night so people can come out and meet you. What's the deal? I, I sure am. So uh, we're going to do a town hall uh, down in Joplin on July 10th, yep, Sunday, uh, from 645 to 745. And, you know, I'll probably be a little bit early and stay late to talk to folks individually. We're going to be at Landreth Park, shelter number one. Uh, so just come out to Landreth Park Sunday evening, uh, meet me, hear a little bit more about what we got to say and how we're going to fundamentally change who has power in this country because that's the goal of this campaign. All right. Now, if people want to learn more about you, what's your website? It's lucaskuntz.com, and it's spelled K-U-N-C-E. So lucaskuntz.com, or if you're military, Kilo Uniform, November, Charlie Echo. Thank you very much, Lucas. You're invited on anytime you want to come on. Let us know. Awesome. I'd love to. All righty. Lucas Kuntz, everybody. News Talk KZRG.